Welcome back, everybody, to Edge of the Rabbit Hole. I'm author and ghost historian Mike Ricksecker. With me, as always, is my co-hostess, Vanessa Hogel, and down in the chat room, our chat shenanigator, Shauna, stirring everything up down there, down in the rabbit hole. So we have Chuck Banks back with us. Um, great, great guy. We've had him on a number of times. He has co-hosted this show a couple times before when Vanessa has been out of the country doing well, different things that she does. <laughs> so um, yeah, he's a yeah, he's he's an author, show host, psychic medium, does a lot of stuff. Great guy. Uh, he will be at the Haunted Road Media Paracon, so be sure to check that out. Come watch him speak uh, during that. And plus, he has a couple of new books with uh, Haunted Road Media right now. Be featuring those books at the Haunted Road Media Paracon. So Chuck, welcome back. Hey, you know what? I, I'm super excited now. I, I have to say what uh, what what a you know a uh, you know a guest said a couple weeks ago. Uh, I, I just want to say that you're both smoking hot tonight, and and I'm, so, <laughs> I'm excited to get to see you rolling. You know, uh, <laughs> Mark, we just we can't help it, can we? Chuck, you devilish man, you. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. Making us blush. You know, I have horns, right? That's right. My cheeks are turning the color of Vanessa's hair. That's right. Yeah. True story. Yep. I I, I, I always enjoy doing that, uh, you know, to Mike, especially in the chat room. And, uh, you know, Shauna, she, she's going to begin uh, to, to think that Mike and I have something going on. But, uh, you know, I, I, I'm an equal opportunity, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, lover. So, so I love right. you all. Yeah, you know you like well, a big we guy. I love you too. <laughs> and I'll never tell. <laughs> don't ask don't tell yeah oh my god yeah what happens at Hunter road media stays at Hunter road media <laughs> for sure for sure yeah all right haunted road roast it helps you hunt ghosts it helps you hunt ghosts that's right that's right <laughs> I, I just i just don't have the voice to do that so you know, I mean, to be honest, to be honest, this is going to sound really weird. You have to credit, I or I have to credit the band Faith No More. There's a, uh, yeah, um, first track on their Angel Dust album, which came out, um, I think it was, it was in 92. I was in tech school at the time. I bought it. Um, and there's a song at the very beginning, Land of Sunshine, first track. And he does... I mean, they had some really goofy songs in there and in the in the middle they just kind of cut the music and he goes here's how to order and so i just singing that song learned how to kind of do that voice a little bit so mike Patton, there you go shout out for you that's mike awesome Patton. yep you know you know i have i have a little bit of higher voice and you know it's, it it is funny in class this week you know i i'm sitting there and i'm all excited and i'm talking and i squeak and, and everybody just laughs, you know, all, all, all my students laugh. And I, and I'm like, Oh, one of these days I'll pass puberty. I, well, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to one up there. I hate being a one upper, but I'm going to do it. I used to work for a different pediatric dentistry and we had to use walkie talkies and I hate the way I sound. I hate my voice. I hate my accent. And but so everybody else speak, loves it, by the way, it yeah. freaks me out. I'm like, who the <laughs> fuck is this girl? But so when we were on the walkie talkies, I was always very aware of how I sounded. And so I chose a different way to speak. <clears throat> and to give you an example, I would always do it this way. I need a docker a block to room three, please docker a block to room three. Not knowing I was gonna get the one nine hundred voice award at our next <laughs> <laughs> Yes. 
That's me. Porn boys. Nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. You know, it happens. It happens. It happens. So, mad skills, baby. Mad skills. So, <laughs> okay. so Chuck, tell us about these new books that, uh, I mean, the, the couple that just came out, they're, um, they're, they're second editions. They're basically reprints, um, and, and we kind of spruced them up a little bit, and you have some new ones coming out, but uh, Midwest Paranormal Road Trip and Death the Saga. I mean, Death the Saga was was massive. You have so much content in there. Let me bring those up here real quick. There they are. So, um, you know, what do we have going on here? It, you know, the Death of Saga was perhaps, uh, you know, if you want to, if you want an experience where you truly see me open my soul, it's uh, it, it's that book. And you know, looking back and you know, kind of reading through it, you know, I I I, uh, I, I chuckle a little bit. No pun intended. You know, I said chuckle with Chuck, but. Um, you know, it's it's one of those things where you know I, I I intended I intended to write one book, and uh, that that book was supposed to be Paranormal Experiences: Death the Final Frontier, and uh, it, it's basically part one uh, of Death the Saga. And you know, I had a lot of fun, uh, and and it was it was very therapeutic, you know, to to write about it. If if you've ever lost a loved one, if uh, if you're going through you know the the, the sickness and your loved one's getting ready to pass. Uh, it's it, it's definitely the book for you, and and it it's kind of uh, what I would describe of you know as a kind of a psych psychotic roller coaster, you know of nerves. At, at one point you'll be laughing your ass off, at the next point you're going to be crying, at the next point you're saying, "Holy crap!" You know, is it, it, did did uh, Chuck just walk out of a Zach Bagans museum or whatever? I don't know. Anyway, but 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 it it, it truly is my heart and soul. I, I had a lot of fun writing it and. And I definitely, uh, I, I definitely wanted to give my baby to the world to you, Mike, because uh, you know I, I know that you'll take care of, you know, my story, you know, e even well past, uh, you know, my, my life. And it's, uh, it, it's one of those, one of those books. The Midwest Paranormal Road Trip was a lot of fun to write. Uh, you know, I, it, it goes over roughly, I think, 14 different uh, haunted locations in the Midwest, most of them in Iowa. And uh, it, it, it just kind of, it just kind of uh, gives you kind of a historical take. Uh, a, a psychic medium trait, and, and then also, you know, just just kind of the, you know, the contact information you know, <laughs> where, where you can talk to those people. And and that damn picture, Mike, is pretty doggone epic. It, it's me walking out of the Dumas Tunnel, and I still got to get you and Shauna, and 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 Vanessa and all you folks up to Dumas. You know, it talks about the, uh, you know, the the headless lady, and and I did do some, uh, you know, some some history and some digging up. And there was a lady named Elizabeth that was beheaded in a train accident, you know, in in the mid 1900s in that area. So it's uh, it, it's it's really exciting to uh, to be a part of it. And then we have some new blood coming. I I, I believe probably in July, uh, the Midwest Paranormal Road Trip to the Short Bus Diaries. And and not only is it my experiences, but it's also my my great teammates, uh, you know, Nick and Sue Prashusta and and you know, Brian and Amy Kuhn and then the whole. Uh, short bus group. It's it's a lot of fun to write. You know, I, I I've written other books. Uh, I I'm I, I'm going to be focusing in with Haunted Road Media with my uh, with my paranormal uh, books, and then you know I keep my spiritual and my politics uh, out of Haunted Road Media because I don't want people <laughs> to punch Mike in the face. You know, it's it's one of the right. <laughs> nah, it's all good. Um, we have uh, I want to get to a couple of super chats here real quick. So we had uh, David Y. Um, let me scroll back up to his comment. Um, so he said, Vanessa, you sound beautiful and look it too. So, uh, oh, 
David Wise complimenting you. There was a $5 super chat before the show from BD Flint, which I missed at the very beginning. So thank you, BD Flint. And a $10 super chat from Tom McNicholas says, Woohoo, it's Chucky. He's the man. <laughs> back off, Jack. Chucky's back. I, I, I love Tom. And, you know, uh, Tom was kind of whining that, uh, you know, that I didn't give him a big bear hug the last time. So I'm going to hug Tom and perhaps smooch him on the, you know, on the cheek. I don't know. I haven't said it yet. Yeah, well, I'll do that at the Paracon for sure. I better get mine. Oh, you will. Okay. <laughs> There's less of me to hug. Yeah. Well, yeah. You, you know what? It's interesting. You know, I, I am wearing pants. You know, uh, I, I'm, I'm sure you it. Uh, Mike, <laughs> uh, I, I've actually lost uh, 32 pounds. Hey, congratulations. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. So I was going to tell you, it looks that way through your face. Yeah. It's, it really uh, it, does. Walking a lot of miles doing that sort of stuff. So great, it does great, it, doesn't it? Yes, yes. That's that's I've lost since since January fifth. I've lost twenty nine. Nice, nice, and it's nice. Straight up, it's straight up been from. Well, I, I'm busting my butt. I'm putting in around fifteen thousand steps a day during my work week, and then which is quite quite a few miles. And then on the weekends, it's insane. It's the equivalent of between eight and nine miles a day. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, and and it, it makes you feel so much better. You know, even if it's five pounds, folks, it's... Yes. It, it makes a huge difference. It does. It really does. My, my body doesn't hurt as bad. Yeah. That's good. That's crazy. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm almost 50, but damn, I was hurting. Yes. And I'm not now. I'm like, I can keep up with everybody now. <laughs> <laughs> Go me. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I'm, I'm happy for both of you. I've lost a few pounds too, but whatever. Yes, you have. Yeah. Um, I I call it stress for my poor lack of sleep. So you need some haunted road roast. No, nah, I mean, it's just been a, it's been a diet change for the most part. I, um, unfortunately, because of, yeah, because of all the running around um, and all the things I'm doing with haunted road media and all that, I don't have a lot of time to exercise, unfortunately, but um, I just changed my diet and, you know, so, uh, but Chuck, I did want to get into, uh, into it a little bit with you, um, especially with Death of Saga, because you do cover so many um, different topics in there as far as, you know, the... You know, going through a death, especially close family members. Um, you, know, you talk about your father in there. Um, to you know, you have supernatural and spiritual experiences within there. So, you know, for what I want to kind of get into your like motivation of you know why you know you wrote it, and then what people can kind of glean from your experiences that are uh, that are talked about within this book. Sure. You know, I I, I look back. Uh, you know. April 30th, 2010, and, and, and I kind of see that as my kind of reopening uh, to, to what we would consider the paranormal, to what we would consider, you know, uh, trying to find the answers uh, to the meaning of life, uh, to what happens, you know, past death, and I had always pondered those questions. You know, my mom, uh, bless her heart, you know, Sally, Sally uh, raised me right, and she was, uh, she was definitely open uh, to my wild mind, uh, you know, and, and sometimes my dad says, son you have a very vivid imagination you know and and you know perhaps these th this wasn't my imagination and 
uh, you know, with my dad's passing, uh, I wanted so desperately to contact him again, Mike, you know, and, and again, it was a selfish way to do that. And, you know, the, the, the book, again, it was therapeutic. If, if you look at the first probably, uh, you know, four to five chapters, I'm, I'm discussing basically everything that, uh, you know, that, that, that I wanted answered, you know, as far as, you know, the afterlife and, and uh, you know, what, what, what could have been causing the, you know, the, the, the deep, deep sadness and the grief. Uh, you, you, you get to one point in Death the Saga when I damn God, when I am so doggone angry that, it, that, that I damn God. I, I damn everything about him. I, I was so upset, uh, you know, that, uh, that, that, that he took my dad. And you know what? I, I, I got it. I understood. My, my dad suffered. You know, he suffered the last five years of his life. He had roughly 20% of his uh, lung function. And, uh, you know, I was very, uh, I, I did it for very selfish reasons, you know, and so I tried to contact him. And uh, lo and behold, I brought in some things and opened some doors or reopened some doors, you know, back, back when I was younger to, uh, to, to a realm that, uh, that I would, you know, call not so nice. And, you know, I, I had no idea that I was, uh, you know, awakening to this thing. Uh, and, and again, I, uh, I, I thought Vanessa did an amazing job with her, uh, with her YouTube uh, concept, you know, regarding, you know, whether it's a psychic, whether it's medium, whatever, this labeling stuff. And I'll, I'll just say that uh, it, it reawakened me to a point to where I understood that there was something beyond life or, you know, this realm of existence. And frankly, some of it scared the shit out of me at that point. Uh, you know, I, I was this, I was a very, uh, very athletic, uh, believe it or not. I wasn't always, you know, fat. I, I was a very athletic football coach, a macho dude. And uh, you know what? I, I was afraid of the dark. And uh, this book basically uh, chronicles me uh, at, at, at my most uh, fearful, at my most hateful, at my most, uh, you know, um, uh, damning point of my life. And then you see kind of a, you know, you see a change, you see, you, you see a shift. Um, and, and again, I, I ponder, you know, Christianity, Buddhism, uh, you know, the, 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 the Hindu, the, the Vishnu, the, the, the witches, uh, you know, what, what I, I had no idea what the hell I was, you know, what, was I a white witch? Was I, was I a spiritualist? Was I, uh, you know, a, a pagan priest? What was I a, the dark Lord of the Sith? I had no freaking <laughs> clue. And, you know, uh, I, I was able to, to, to get some commonality, to get some rationality by, by uh, you know, setting the story out there, which, by the way, Death the Saga is four books in one. Right. And you can, def you can definitely see a shift. You can see a change. Um, I, I, again, as far as the label, I probably wouldn't call myself a, a psychic medium. I'd call myself more along the lines of a spiritual warrior. And, and it was smacked in my face to the point to where, you know what, I'm going to battle the darkness in my own way. Uh, you know what? I, I have a close relationship with God. I have a close relationship with my family. And uh, you know what? I, I'm going to kick some ass and take some names while I'm on this planet physically. And, and you know, it, this book is just is just kind of the epitome, the, the story, my darkest time, my weakest time. Uh, and, and a lot of people, I, I have a lot of great friends that have been following me a long time. And, you know, they they, they remember, oh, crap, I, I remember when you know, that, that person came through, you know, on your EVP session and said, Jesus ain't happening. F off. Okay. And it's, it's, it's crazy. It's, you know, um, I don't, I don't know. It, it, it's one of those things where I just couldn't make this shit up, even if I tried. And, and, and this book kind of just documents, and you know what, if it helps somebody else out that to, to know that they're not crazy, 
be, because there were a lot of times, uh, you know, writing this book or even after writing this book, uh, all four that, uh, you know, I was kind of questioning my sanity, you know, and, and, and again, this is, this is kind of the battle of, uh, you know, good and evil, you know, dark and light. And I'm just, I'm just glad to be here tonight sharing that, uh, you know what, I've defeated the darkness and my life is so much better for it. But <clears throat> let me ask you real quick before we get into anything else. Do you feel that during this time when everything was so dark and you were damning God and, and damning any type of higher power for, for what you perceived mm -hmm. as, you know, which what it was, it was horrible to lose your father, but it was, it, to me, you, you took it personal almost. And if you understand what I mean, um, do you think that your anger and the energy that you put behind that damnation had anything to do with pulling those dark forces in? Or do you think just delving into that aspect of your past and, and where you were at that time with death being so close by your father, would it have come anyway? Or would it have been better things? You know, look, looking back, I would have said that it was uh, that it was me diving into, you know, whether it be, you know, becoming addicted to EVPs, whether it be addicted to SB7, whether it be addicted to using the Ouija board or, you know, the, the, the divination tools or whatever. Looking back, that's that's what I thought. But, uh, you know, when you peel the onion and, and you see truly what what took place back then. I, my anger and my chast chastising God and, and chastising that higher power is what led to these, these dark attachments. It's, it's what, it's what's led to these demonic infestations and, and, and even my darker cases, you know, I believe Vanessa that I've dealt with in the past three years where it's all been a similar entity, you know? So, so I, I, I truly believe it was the anger and uh, and not letting go. Yeah, you, you know, I, I say this, I, I can't say this enough to anybody out there. And, and if I save one person, you know, by, by stating this, you know, I've done my job. You know, you, you have to forgive yourself for any misdoings in order for you to truly move forward. It has to be yourself. It's just like love. If you don't love yourself, there's no way in hell you're going to love anybody else. And, and you know, I, I had to learn it the hard way. And my, my mom, you know, Sally would probably say, Vanessa, Chuck, you've always learned the hard way. You know, you, you always <laughs> no keep... other way to learn. Right. Yeah. It's how you learn. It's how you learn is the hard way. Yep. So, yeah. uh, Chuck, with all the um, different experiences you've had and really, um, you know, going through Death of Saga, it's really in a lot of ways like a journey of self-exploration. And a, a lot of times... You know, we'll get asked, you know, on shows like this, you know, what's the, you know, what's the biggest, you know, what's the greatest thing that ever happened to you, you know, that sort of thing. But that's not always the most important thing. So through everything that you've gone through over the last several years, going through this journey, what's the most important thing that you've learned about the afterlife? And, you know, this is this this is uh, an, an amazing question, and I appreciate you doing this. And it, it's it's like being on the Jim Rome show. I couldn't cry, Mike, and kiss your forehead. You know what I mean? It's, <laughs> it, it's one of those things. Um, no, you know, it, it, it's interesting. The the book itself, you know, what, look, looking back at Death to Saga and looking back at all of these crazy experiences, because I've had plenty, you know, uh, you know, through and, and, you know, within the book and, and without the book. And, you know, perhaps the greatest thing that I ever learned from this or the most exciting detail 
is that I was able to finally find a way to love myself again and, and come back to Jesus Christ. And, and, and I, I thank God every day. And, and I'm, not, I'm not one to preach on people because I don't believe in organized religion. Uh, I, I truly believe in uh, walking in the shoes of Christ and being a good person, you know, what, whatever that means. Fantastic. That's really all it boils down to is, yep. it's, I, I, I've said it a thousand times, I don't care if you praise a pack of ketchup. Yep. I don't yep. care if you get on your damn hands and knees every night and pray to that pack of ketchup. If it makes you a better person, I got none but love for you. Yes. Yeah, and you know, a lot of the, uh, you, you look at a lot of the different, you know, religions and ancient teachings and all that. I mean, really what it comes down to is, you know, being being a good person and, and what that yes. means to each person. Um, and I mean, I'm, and I'm on board with you, Chuck. You know, I, I even though I don't go to a church, I don't yeah. practice organized religion, you know, I'm still, you know, I still hold on to my Christian faith, but it's different than, you know, a lot of other, you know, people who call themselves Christians would, uh, would practice that. Um, but, you know, to me, I just, I look at what the dude said. I'm on board with what he said. All right. It's it, it, it's one of those things that uh, you know when when you're finally comfortable in your own skin, and 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 you're finally comfortable with uh, with, with who you are. There's there people can't knock you off the mountain anymore. You, no. you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and you know look, look, looking at all these different you know because because I've done extensive research on you know differing religions and different uh, you know forms of spirituality this that and the other. Um, you know, I, but, but again, uh, you know, I, I've had a lot of, uh, a lot of, uh, former friends cause, cause I'll call them former friends. You know what? I still pray for them. It is what it is. Uh, I'll, I'll say what the people in the South say. Oh, bless your heart. Anyway, <laughs> uh, that, 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 that was kind of a dig, but, um, you know, l l looking into this, uh, you know, I, I again, I, I, I choose to, you know, to focus in on this aspect and I'm comfortable in my own skin. And I'm also, uh, I'm also, you know, of the insight of looking at, uh, you know, the ancient Gnostic Gospels, Mike, that uh, that, that basically stipulates it, it. It has a lot of these Eastern philosophies within it. It's and and you know, if you look at Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ didn't say, "Oh my God, you're gay. You can't. You can't come with me." No. Well, oh he'd my say, God. "Come walk with me." He'd say, "Come walk yeah, with me." Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or, or or oh my God, you're a Muslim. Oh my God, you look different. No, he, he's going to say, "Come walk with me, and let's and, and let's have a chat." And and you know what? I choose I choose to be more like that yep. than 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 what's been perverted with the Word of God, and it has been perverted, big time. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I've I've been involved with uh, you know many many uh, different churches. I grew up Catholic, but you know I went through that period of, of exploration um, in my younger adult life, and you know I'm not trying to you know, knock on you know um, a, a lot of different you know Christian denominations, but um, you know that's that's where I explored, and you know there were always that, and not everybody. There are a lot of great people within within those churches, yeah. but um, there was always that certain group that was just always, you know, very self-righteous and they'd, they'd throw the book at you. And it's like, are you even you know, reading, you know, that book that you're throwing at me? Because that's not what he did. You know, anybody that would get up on their highs, I mean, just when he's down there, you know, writing in the, in the sand, you know, um, you know, and he's, he's talking about, you know, those who, you know, are without sin cast the first stone. It's like, you know, and they all had to walk away because yeah, they've all done stuff, you know. So so knock it off with with doing all that garbage. 
you know. But people people gauge sin differently <clears throat> when you're talking about somebody else as opposed to yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's because they believe that they know their true intentions behind whatever sin it was that was committed. But they also assume they know somebody else's reasons behind a sin that's committed. And that is the largest problem that we have in the world is people assuming they know what's going on behind somebody else's eyes or in between their ears or behind their closed doors. And we don't. And true growth in this field and any other field in life in general is realizing that the only house that you need to worry about is yours. And, 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 and that is, that, that is a tough journey, even for the strongest saint out there. And, and, and I have to throw that out there, you know, it's, and, and, and we kind of discussed this, but, you know, but before the show, and, and again, we, we won't get into that, but, but it's, uh, it, it, it is rather, you know, interesting. And, you know, I, I think the important thing is, is to understand that no one's perfect. No one knows all the answers. No, you know, only, no. Only uh, Mike, Mike, and Vanessa. The only person who knows all the answers <laughs> is that lady in uh, in in Indiana Jones. You know, uh, you know where she tell me everything. I can take it. And then the aliens take her. Right. Right. Yeah. The in the last one. Right. I want to know it all. And then yeah, she blows up or they suck her up into whatever. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know everything. <laughs> uh, no. No. <laughs> Uh, we have a uh, we have a question here from Tom McNicholas. Um, getting a little specific here, uh, does Chuck follow the Bible or just the commandments? That's uh, that that's interesting. You know, I, I'll I'll state this uh, when when I look at the commandments itself, which happens to be in the Old Testament, uh, I I follow I, I follow the Word of Christ, which says you know what I mean. If you give me you know, it, it's it's one of those aspects of. Uh, I've, I've allowed Christ, you know, who, who died on the cross for my sins, you know, to, to basically keep me, keep me from, you know, uh, sin. Uh, and, and I believe in that aspect and I understand that, uh, you know, there'll be some listeners saying, okay, you're being a little preachy or, you're, or, or, or they're going to say you're, you're, you're kind of trying to go around the answer or, or trying to go around the question. And I am just a little bit, but, uh, you know, I, am I a perfect Christian? Uh, am I well suited in the Bible? Like, uh, do do I know the word word for word? No. Um, do I believe in being a good person? Do I believe in trying to refrain from sin? Trying, uh, yes. Uh, but uh, but but I know that I'm not a perfect person. Uh, you know, and 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 you know, through I I have to utilize through Christ. That that's just my beliefs. I hope I didn't run around your question. No, you're good. Or, you're or, good. Or Tom, Tom, I I love you, buddy. Hey, we have a $10 super chat from Chipper Terry. Really appreciate that, uh, Chipper Terry. Thank you very, very much. Um, something I want to ask you. You mentioned the, uh, the Gnostic Gospels earlier, and I have them sitting on the uh, table in the living room there, along with the Apocrypha. Uh, one of these days, I'm going to get to all of that. But it's sitting there so that I can you know, kind of go through it on occasion. Um, so there's a lot of um, text that you know, was not included in the current Bible that we have. So there's a lot of um, other ideas and philosophies within those texts. Like some people even look at that and say, hey, you know, um, there's ways to interpret that to say that, you know, even Jesus believed in reincarnation and that was part of his his message. So do you think there are some of those Eastern philosophies about the afterlife, you know, uh, and 
things like reincarnation that you know are actually uh, you know mixed into other religions like Christianity. We just don't know it. Maybe it's been kind of lost to time. Yeah, and 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 you look at uh, you look at like the, uh, the the Dead Sea Scrolls. You look at uh, you know a certain amount uh, you know of, of the ray being missing. Uh, you 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 look at uh, you know places that, uh, that that have power. You know when when you talk about you know the, the the Christian component, the places of power, which is the Vatican. It's uh, it, it it is these you know larger. Uh, you know, organizations, whether it be the Illuminati, Luciferian agenda. I'm not going to get into that, by the way. But, <laughs> right. uh, but, but, you know, I, I would say, I would say that, uh, uh, again, we, we, we just don't have enough information, you know, uh, you know, conscripting, you know, that, that all of these things tie together yet. But, but, uh, you know, the good news is, is that uh, people are constantly, you know, doing research, archaeological digs, and, and they're finding more and more information. You know, when when you look at the uh, the, the differing texts, you know what's canon, what's not. I I, I kind of compare it to Star Wars, right? You have canon, and then you have the other you know version of Star Wars, and and all that sort of stuff. Um, you know, like like the Book of Enoch. The Book of Enoch is uh, is in certain Eastern Orthodox uh, you know of the Catholic you know Catholic faith. Uh, the Ethiopian uh, you know uh, Catholic Church actually has the Book of Enoch as canon. You know, and, and some don't. Uh, it, it it's one of those things. Uh, I I would be I would be uh, really interested in seeing how many of these texts, uh, how many of these primary source documents from this time period that was written outside of the biblical you know canon, uh, and, and and get a chance to read those. And again, uh, you, you know we we could read the New Testament like uh, like like the Book of James. We 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 could all read that together ten times. And you know what? Uh, yeah, I, I would say at least seven out of the ten times you're going to get a different interpretation or a different context, you know, in in regard to that text. You're absolutely right on that, and <clears throat> this is why it depends on your state of mind when you go to read something like that as to what you're going to take from it. Um, said this a million times: you can take ten people to see the same movie; it's the same movie. And you will have 10 people walk out with 10 different opinions and 10 different things from that movie that affected them in different ways based on their state of mind when they went in. The, uh, <clears throat> any biblical structure or, or any biblical script, regardless of the religion, any, any type of, of spiritual book that you're going to read is going to affect you differently at different times in your life, at different moods in your life, at different stages of your mentality. And that's, I think, what we forget. That's what the people as a general forget. Sure, and and, and two, you know, you, you look at all forms of spirituality, all forms of religion. Um, they, they all, uh, you know, are, are comparative in, in nature. You know, you look at the Egyptians, okay? The, the Egyptian culture, you know, the belief in this afterlife. The belief, the belief of this, you know, weighing your good deeds versus your bad deeds, and you look at, uh, you know, the the Judeo-Christian faith, you know, uh, you know, the first five books, uh, you know, of the Old Testament is called the Torah. It's in the, it's in the, uh, uh, man, I, I, I don't want to screw it up. It's, it's in the Bible. It's in the, uh, it's in the Jewish Bible. I, and, and it's in the Quran. 
So, so all of these things are comparative. Now, uh, and I can't, I can't remember the name of this particular uh, religion or philosophy. Maybe Mike can uh, help me. It actually started out in the Persian Empire or Iran, and it's, it's definitely old. It talks about a monotheistic, uh, basically, uh, worship of fire. It, it, I can't, it, it, it's slipping my tongue right now. I could have told you probably an hour ago, but, but there, there's another comparative you know, aspect when you look at, uh, you know, religion itself. Now, as far as reincarnation, I believe in past lives and, and I'm a Christian. Does that, does that make me bad? No, it, it, it just means that, uh, that, that, are, that I'm able to relate to it because there, there have been too many synchronicities, too many visions, too many dreams, you know, too, too many, uh, associations with like-minded individuals that, that we're meeting now, you know what I mean? Via this beautiful thing called technology. That, that we've had lives together. And, and I believe that we've had lives together because there's a strong bond and a tie. Yeah, absolutely. And we have a, a question down in the chat that ties into that. First, uh, I do want to recognize a $10 super chat from Joe Chandler. Thank you very much, Joe. She says, because this is such a non-judgmental group, love to you all. So thank you very much, Joe. Oh, Appreciate you, that. Joe. Jo Joe's awesome. Yes, uh, she jo is. Joe jo actually bought my... Uh, my three new spiritual books, and and I know that she's just getting into the the new one. It's the meaning of truth, born again, and uh, you know, it's 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 kind of this this uh, this discussion, this non-judgmental discussion on religions and spirituality. And depth of saga basically starts at Mike. I mean, would yeah, would you agree that uh, I probably talk about I don't know at least six or seven different. Uh, scopes of spirituality within that book. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. You you do cover uh, quite a bit. Uh, but David Y asks Chuck, "Where do you believe we go when we die? Do you believe there's a heaven and a hell?" And you were just talking well, about you know yeah. past lives. So where do you think we go? Um, I I believe that the worst of the worst um, go to what we call hell. Okay, uh, you know whether whether it be you know to be uh, you know it, is it endless torment. I don't have the answers for that, and uh, and and my my hope is is that even the worst person is not tormented forever. Does that make sense? That that, that you're recycled, you know, somewhat when it comes to that. Um, I I do believe in a heaven. I I do believe in in multiple realms of existence. You know, whether is it purgatory? I can't answer that. But there is some type of an astral plane that uh, that, that I've seen. Have I seen? Uh, you know the 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 darkest pits of hell. I believe I have. You know, in in in, in certain components with that, but uh, but but I do believe that we reunite. Uh, you know, with with our loved ones, even even if it's for a split second or a moment, because because that allows us to recycle, and uh, and and come back perhaps uh, to learn something else. Because uh, you know, you 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 look at uh, you know us on the earth. Uh, you know, we 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 don't live for thousands of years anymore. And, you know, uh, may, maybe humans on, you know, may, maybe our species on another planet could live for thousands of years. Uh, so so I, I, I don't know. I, I, a question with a question. I love the Socratic method, Mike. Uh, I, I use it in my classrooms. I play devil's advocate all the time. Right. And, uh, but, but, I, but I do believe in some form of heaven, some form of, you know, reuniting with, uh, with this energy called God. And, you know, it's interesting that... Uh, you know, there, there'll be a lot of people that think I'm fruity. Fruity is a nutcase, but I have uh, I have experienced personally a connection, a reconnection with my dad, a reconnection with my grandfather. Uh, you know, and and in all aspects, and and I've had a lot of people share story, you know, similar stories. So, 
I, I haven't had a lot of a lot of uh, you know uh, you know in, uh, you know discussions with folks that say uh, okay you know I I went to uh, I went to the 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 ninth realm of hell and I got my dad out and I pulled him out you know I I I, I don't get those kinds of vibes at all and uh, and. I'm going to be comfortable enough when I take my last breath to know that I'm going to be with my dad. I'm going to be with, uh, you know, my family again, and I'm going to be with God and, and, you know, in, in some form of heaven or another. Yeah. I, I do believe that there's a soul group and you reunite with uh, people. Um, but we do with the questions are starting to come in now that we've kind of uh, launched into this topic. So I kind of want to uh, keep this going. Uh, so this is from Creatrix Corvus Arts, Mickey Dole. Does Chuck think that our beliefs affect where we go after death? I think uh, I, I I think that if you cannot truly forgive yourself for something, that uh, that that you're going to be put in a situation that's like a purgatory, that's like a hell. Um, you know, I, I, I truly believe that. Um, if you, uh, if, and, and, and again, uh, I, I hope I'm not wrong. And I hope that, you know, that, that minister that uh, screwed up, by the way, that, you know, which lied to me, uh, you know, uh, about a situation with my sister who, whom says they're perfect. I hope, I hope the afterlife's not like that. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I, I hope there's no fire and brimstone and that sort of stuff, but. I, I hope I answered that question correctly. Okay. And then this is from Fran Molino. Do you believe that we are given a chance to redeem ourselves from this hell before we die? Um, I do. <laughs> I do. Uh, and, and, you know, when, when we look into this type of a particular situation, maybe this is why that many of us have reincarnated so many times was because we felt that we had to save the, uh, save the world or, or, or save another soul. And, and we follow them in and out and uh and and there's this constant battle you know what uh this constant spiritual battle that's brewing that uh that, that you feel like that you have to have total control and you know candy orton uh once told me she says you have to start stop trying to protect every uh every aspect of your family uh or you know what i mean trying to take the blunt of the world on your shoulders and if you stop doing that, then, then you're allowed truly to ascend and move forward. She is absolutely correct. <clears throat> I'm going to interrupt here because we think we think that's our job. We truly do, especially if we are anyone like you or myself, whatever, that could be considered spiritual warriors. We think that is what we're meant to do when, in fact, what we're doing is <clears throat> interrupting somebody else's karma. You can't do that. Everybody has their own lesson to learn. And if they don't learn it, you're actually doing them a disservice. If you're truly meant to help, the opportunity will present itself so that you can do so. If you have to go against the grain to do it, this is not your task. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, and and uh, you know I, I I agree with that uh, in, in in many regards. There are situations though that I believe that we were called uh, to this realm of existence to protect. You know, like 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 the demonic or the darkness. You know that uh, that, that infiltrates, and and if a person asks for help, yeah, that's I, I I totally agree. I I totally agree with that. You know, it's for for the longest time, man. I was trying to I was trying to you know overly control. It's kind of like uh, you know grabbing the wheel when your daughter's driving, mm -hmm. and you're like, "No, you're gonna hit them," and then they yank it back, right? So you have to exactly. 
when it comes you're to more that. likely to crash when you grab somebody else's wheel. For sure. <laughs> for sure. I'm just saying. It could, it could happen for sure. Yeah. Keep it, keep it between the lines, folks. So uh, Leslie Fear asked Chuck, so if we reincarnate till actually she said chick, so you know you're right. you're pretty smoking chick there, Chuck. <laughs> but Chuck, so if we reincarnate to learn, maybe perfect our souls for heaven, do we go through all those lives to become guides or exist on a higher level with God? What's your take? I want to say that it's uh, that that it's a better relationship with God and 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 truly engaging and understanding, you know, the light, uh, you know, or or. Or you know, are are you in the light, but you also see the darkness? You're able to see it, you know, at at, at this point in time. So it's lesson learned. Um, can can people become guides or become you know like like guardian angels as as you hear it a lot of times? Uh, I I believe that that can happen if if that's their choice, if it's that's their journey. Um, like like my dad, uh, you know, when when I was going through, uh, you know, the, to hell and back. And, and going through all this stuff, I had a lot of people tell me, hey, do you know that your dad's right behind you? Do you know that, uh, uh, you know, Kenny Addison said this once. He said, Did you, do you know that your dad's the one that's battling these demons and keeping them from harming you any more than what you're being harmed? And, uh, you know, lo looking looking back, you know, uh, when, when I was in that situation, I'm like, oh, Kenny, come on, man. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I believe that uh, it, it, it's whatever, uh, you know, it's whatever lesson learned, or, or if you want to, if you want to do that, you, I, I believe that your free will is extended past this plane of existence. True. Very true. Fantastic. I'm not coming back. Yeah, Vanessa says she's not coming. You said this not, is your last time, right? Is it? I'm not coming back this time either. <laughs> Man, I'm gonna be lonely down here then. <laughs> me, me and Leslie were actually talking about this the other day. Numerology proves it. I'm a life path number nine. That's it. You do know that, uh, you know, my my spiritual calling card is angel nine. Anyway, throw that out there. Yeah, I'm a life path number nine. This is it. Yeah. So I'm okay with that, by the way. I'm tired. Yeah. Get yeah. in the bags right here. Right there. <laughs> Yeah, but that's you know, you know, that's just the meat sack tired. I know, yeah. right? I'm meat sack tired. <laughs> you know what, Mike? I I, I hope that uh, when when you go back and forth in between your next hundred lives, I'm up there checking the book out to let you look at it. All right, that'd be fun. That'd be fun. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I honestly, I don't pretend to to know. You know how many yeah. more times I may be down here, or how many times I've already been here. I really have no idea. I know I have been here before um, because I know that. I mean. I mean, I always kind of like had that inkling in the background when I was younger, but it's like, the, and we were talking about, you know, earlier growing up in, in certain uh, paths and um, it's kind of like what I was indoctrinated with as a kid wouldn't let me believe in that until basically I met Shauna and then it was like, oh yeah, now it all clicks. Now it all makes sense. Like, I mean, you guys are in my soul group. I, I, I'm pretty damn positive. You know, we've hung out before in other lives. Oh Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I drew one of my soul group before I ever met the person who would meet us, who would who would connect us. I drew Chris Loper from BPI That's right. That's six right. months before he joined BPI and before I met Gwen. 
Yeah, it is, is, isn't it amazing too? Like, uh, you know, I, I've had dreams and you know, they, you know, the, the scientists always say, okay, anytime that you have a dream, it's some, somebody you've seen either on TV, on the internet, or you've seen them physically. And, and I've had dreams, uh, you know, of, of different people that I'll meet that I didn't see them on TV. I've never met them. And, you know, so, so, you know, it's one of those things where, where you're like, oh my goodness. You know, so something's real here. Uh, have Have you two ever uh, been in a situation where you're like, I cannot stand that sob, and 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 I'm telling you right now, the energy's friggin' terrible. But 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 it's like you knew them. Oh yeah, yeah. I actually yep. had, had a nine year old patient that I had to get up from, wow, and go and get somebody else to work on him. This is years ago because the evil coming off was more than I could take. Man. Wow. So um, Vanessa, just to let you know, uh, Shauna says, after our epic hug last June, I'm definitely convinced that we've met before in past lives. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I got around. Well, you know, I would throw out there. I would throw out there that you know, at some at some point, um, you know, in in the past, that uh, you know, somewhere out there, Scotland, Ireland, whatever. Um, I know Vanessa, you've talked about it before. Shauna's talked about it before about um, you know, you know, being burned at the stake and all that okay. for for witchcraft. Yet, I've had some connections, uh, pretty damn sure, uh, with even though it's in my current ancestry that I was also there at that time. And we've talked about, you know, that there's something over there that I need to go find. So I think all that plays into our, our past lives together. You touch on something really important. And I would love to know Chuck's, uh, his opinion on mm -hmm. this people, I think, and I'm not saying you think this, but when it comes to ancestry, people don't connect the two with past lives. They don't. When in actuality, you could have very well been one of your ancestors. I have to, I, I have to interject there. Okay, Scott Banks uh, died in Vietnam. Okay, he, he he passed away in Vietnam in 1967. And you know what's interesting is when I see him, I we have the same nose. But duh, we're we're, we're the same ancestry. But but I always get pain you know, down around my, my abdomen area. And then also, and, and I have a, uh, you know, what do you call it? Uh, a birthmark down there. Mm -hmm. um, he was shot in the stomach and he died there. And you know what, when, when I read his name on the Vietnam wall, it felt weird. Yeah. It felt weird. Uh, yeah. You know, when, when, when I went and, and I'm not saying I'm Billy the kid folks, I'm not saying it by any stretch <laughs> of the imagination, but, but when I visited William Bonnie's grave, I felt like I was home uh, when when I was at uh, Abraham Lincoln's uh, you know gravesite. I felt like I was home. Now it doesn't mean that I was those particular people. It could have meant that I was in their circle somewhere. Exactly. Yeah, you had some sort of connection to them. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But people shouldn't automatically assume that their past life had to be somebody other than their actual ancestors. And when I I can trace my ancestry back to the 1400s, minimum. Yeah. So I know for a fact I was one of them bitches, you know, at some yeah. point, you know, or one of the guys who knows, you know, aside from the other lives I've lived, I know that. 
And <clears throat> the thing is, is we also forget that your past life might have been a very short one. You could have been sure. a baby that didn't live. You could have been a child that died at the age of three. You could have been a teenage girl that fell off a horse at the age of 10. It doesn't mean your past life was a full life, but the connectivity with your soul family still, still touches you, even if the time was short. And we forget that. And I think that's something people need to think about. Yeah, and, and I think that, go ahead, Chuck. Oh, uh, the the I, I was just gonna say something funny, so so I'll let you go ahead. Oh, okay. I'll tell you what the what, what I'll, I'll tell you what my wife always says what her past life is here in a minute. All right. No, I was just gonna say that you know I think that as we go through these lives that there's there's something in the universe that almost uh, makes us connect with with those past lives and with that ancestry, uh, so to speak, because you know. My, my ancestors, like the, the Rick Secker line, um, they came through uh, Maryland at one point. They basically originally uh, through Philadelphia, Lancaster uh, County there, but ended up um, in Maryland, Frederick County, actually uh, about 10 minutes up the road from where I ended up living in Maryland for 11 years, you know, completely out of the blue. I was born in Ohio. It was the Air Force that sent me to Maryland after I'd spent three years in Alaska. Um, where I was at this past week in Ohio State Reformatory, Mansfield. From Maryland, that's where the Rick Seckers moved to. You know, we actually, I was there with Tom McNicholas and Nick Moulet. We're sitting there eating at a Denny's that used to be on the site of the, the log cabin that was my grandfather's great-great-grandfather had built. You know, so I think there's something, wow. something about the universe that actually, you know, puts us right back to familiar places through whether it's past lives, whether it's um, ancestral or some combination of both, uh, which I think is really interesting. You are so freaking true. Real quick, Chuck, then you're going to make me laugh. <laughs> when I was in Virginia the second time, and I was a VPI filming, it was the first time, I was a VPI filming, and we were doing up the last segment. Um, Chris Loper was interviewing me, and we were in Hollywood Cemetery, and they had already had you know, me running all over the place and I was exhausted and swollen and everything. And we go to rest in a certain part of the cemetery and I'm like, we need to get up and move. We got up and moved and ended up sitting in the center of the Pollard portion of the cemetery that I didn't even know existed. Wow. That's my maiden name. Wow. That's in Virginia. So, but um, bump. All right, <laughs> yes. uh, let's hear it. Anyway, I, I I always laugh because my wife's always saying, "Oh my God, I must have been a queen or very rich in a past life because I deserve better than." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I we oh should have more God. money right now. Right. We all should. I know. I know. I, you know what? Buy buy some hog road roast and help chat ghosts. Uh, get all of our books. Uh, all that good stuff. Yeah. Yep. Um, here's an here's an interesting question from Cassie So Sassy. Is anyone here in this current existence on their first life? Oh yeah. My son. My son uh, is is absolutely in his first life existence, and uh, you know we we've even, we've even had conversations about that, you know, with him. Um, and it's 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 just weird because they, you know, I I I don't I don't even know what I call it up to, but but he's so uh, he's so oblivious on a lot of things. You know what I mean? 
He's shiny yeah. and brand new. Yes. He's still he's still learning. He's still learning. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. You know. And 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 I'm thinking the whole time I'm like, oh buddy, uh, I'm going to have to be your guardian angel probably in a lot of lives. Yeah. Well, and I wonder if you know, like a lot of these people who. Um, you know, just are completely adamant, do not believe in anything uh, paranormal, supernatural, and all that, if they're just such a new soul that they haven't been able to make those type of connections yet, and that's why they don't believe in all these different things. I don't think so. No? What do you think that is? No. Um, because children, in general, are very open. And yeah. they have many playmates they see things they're they're wondrous and they're curious and they they have these beautiful minds that we as adults unfortunately for the most part spend many many years shutting down and reprogramming and i believe that that's why some people end up following that path is because the shutdown was complete at least as complete as it could be and it's extremely unfortunate because when they are shut down to such a degree, their chances of having to come back and repeat and relearn intensify. Okay. What do you think, Chuck? Well, I I, I certainly can't uh, I certainly can't disagree. You know, when it, when it, when it comes to that, you know, where whereas uh, you know, hey, if you're if if you're a closed-minded individual, or you know what I mean, if you're if you're caught up in you know certain aspects and you're oblivious. You know, I, I certainly can't disagree that, uh, you know, that that they could be living this over and over and over until they learn or whatever. But, you know, it's 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 interesting. It's interesting, to say the least. And I and I, and I love Cassie. So I got to give her a special shout out. Uh, she she she's an amazing human being. But, uh, you know, am I am I sucking up? I absolutely am, Cassie. So sassy. Anyway, um, <laughs> it's 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 one of those things where. You know, it's it, it's really hard to tell. It, you know that that's the beauty behind all of this. Uh, you know, being able to have these conversations is because we truly don't know exactly. Uh, but but you know what's awesome is is that we've all had some type of connection. You know, and 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 we've all experienced you know some pretty whacked out crazy stuff, and and we're able to we're able to discuss that and 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 talk about these plausible things. What I hope doesn't happen, and if it happens, I'm going to be pissed off. Is that if if I go and see the light and I'm born immediately, I want to be pretty ticked. You know what I mean? Because because I've heard, I, I, I've heard that you know you know it floats around. What's your theory? Oh my goodness! When you die, the light that you see is you being born again. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. That's the. That's, I've heard that's, that. As you're coming out of the womb, that's the yeah. That's, I mean, you're no. like no. no. That's why you're screaming. You know. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I find yeah. that one always funny. Um, we have a couple more questions on past lives and we have a couple of other questions that were mixed in that were a different topic so i'm just trying to stay on topic for those that are wondering hey where's my question um so um from betty Lange, when we have flying dreams are these part of our past lives i think and and again this is my interpretation but but when i have a flying dream that means that i'm at the right place at the right time spiritually uh, I, I, I kind of see it as more of a, you know, it could it be astral projection. It absolutely could be, you, we, you know, we, we could be out of our bodies doing that sort of stuff. But, uh, but, but I personally believe that, it, you know, when, when I'm dreaming, if I'm flying, I'm heading in the right direction and I'm flying the friendly skies. Okay. See, and I, I have a different viewpoint on that. Um, to me, it is a need for freedom. 
it is it is a need for freedom for me yeah. i think that they're individual i don't think that there's any blanket thing for a dream you know <clears throat> but I, I always tell people when they ask me to do dream interpretation look at where you're at in your life and see if the interpretation fits that or fits a need Fill, you know, takes that square peg and fills that round hole. I mean, I just see it as a mode of transportation. Transportation it, is generally indicative of your life path. Is easiest way to get from point A to point B. Like, yeah. No, well, I'll give you an example. So, just real quick, I, I don't mean, to, I mean, this is Chuck's show, but um, just real quick. You're as, good. You're good. So I'm, I'm above these houses in this neighborhood and there's like some sort of crazy war battle something going on down the street um for some reason in my mind i'm thinking yeah it's kind of like close to last days or you know something like that um so i fly down into a house where there's a mother and her child that are hiding in the closet and i'm trying to uh coax them out and come with me um to try to help them to a safer place. And the, the mother won't have anything to do with it and they just stay cowering in the closet. But um, to me, it was just, I was already in the air flying and just to fly down was, you know, the quickest way to go. That makes sense. Yeah. What, that makes what, sense. What, what I get out of that, Mike, is that you're freaking Superman. <laughs> so, all right, so we have one more uh, past lives question here. This is from uh, David. How does one go about finding out about their past lives? I mean, I know that that movie, um, Defending Your Life, had the Past Lives Pavilion, uh, but you had to <laughs> be. I love yeah, that movie. That is a great movie. Uh, but you had to have already died in order to go to the Past Lives Pavilion. But here on Earth, uh, how would you find out about your past life? Do you want me to go first? Yeah, it's your show. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, it's our show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, I I had uh, I, I had the 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 greatest experience with Ash Core. She's a uh, psychic medium out of uh, Ireland, and she did a past life regression on me, and and it made sense. And and uh, you know, a lot of the the dream interpretation and stuff really came out. Um, I I actually spent a lot of time uh, researching the Akashic records. Uh, you know, uh, what and and I I've meditated on it. I I've talked to a lot of people on that. Uh, do 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 I believe it? Uh, you know, one hundred percent. I don't know. I, I think the jury's still out on that. Um, but there there are some great individuals. There's some people that uh, that do hypnosis and dream studies, uh, and and they seem to be getting some really valuable information. You know what I mean? On past life stuff that you shouldn't be coming out of your mouths. And you know when it, when I see the scientific aspect of this, you know, on these research studies and this that and the other, I believe that it's inherently possible. Uh, there's a lot of times that things will come to me, and if I don't say them outright, uh, you know, spirit kicks me in the proverbial nutsack. And, yeah. uh, you know, a lot, a lot of these things have to do with past lives and things such as that. So I really, I, I think I think it's one of those things where you have to be grounded. You have to you have to have a connection with that, with, with a medium or a light worker that does those sorts of things. And then your your answers can be had. Very cool. Go? go for it. Okay, um, I did not. I, I did not have assistance in finding out where my past lives were. Um, I I actually stumbled upon this on accident through meditation, and I actually got to watch myself die. I don't really recommend that because that's really bizarre and it really kind of freaks you out. 
that having been said, if you're willing to do that, um, meditation is a really good way to go. Um, as long as you, you write it down, the, the littlest, teeniest, tiniest information that you get through meditation or through a dream state compared to what you feel today, especially your fears. Your fears are the key to your past lives. Um, the fact that I have on headphones that are even anywhere near my throat is shocking. I cannot handle anything around my throat because I've been hung. So mm. you have to you have to be willing to see the unpleasant in order to get the answers. And you can do that, but do it slowly. Don't be me. Do it slowly. Do it methodically and go at your own pace. Grounded pound, please. Yes. <laughs> don't. Yeah. Do as I say, not as I do. There you exactly. go. So uh, we're we're about at our hour mark. I see Jim Melliard's uh, checked in down there. Made it for a couple seconds live. Good to see you down there, buddy. Um, Yo, Jim. Yeah. I don't know him. Oh, yeah, he's a great quack, guy. Quack. Yep. Yeah, he does the uh, he does the Malliard report. So I uh, got a couple questions. Just want to hit real quick uh, before we wrap it up because I know they've kind of been sitting out there. Uh, Mama Joe Buffalo Woman asks: Is there a connection between aliens and spirit? Well, it's it's interesting that she would bring that up, and I and I'll try to give you the quick condensed version because I know that Mike's super tired and he's getting another show on. Because <laughs> otherwise, I, otherwise I could talk for about eighteen hours on this. Nice. Um, I've had I've had more past life dreams being in the it being at a different solar system than I have on Earth. Um, so so I absolutely believe that there could be some uh, interpretation with this. Now I. Uh, I, I again, I'm open to interpreting, you know, in any methodology, whatever. But uh, you know, I I have a tendency to attract a lot of interdimensional or alien energy, and you know, could this be because of my past lives? Absolutely. Or, uh, or you know, as as the fire and brimstone preachers, they're probably saying that I got demons behind me, but uh, <laughs> which I do not, which I do not. So I don't know what's that down the hall. That was the, that was a quick first. Oh. <laughs> no, there actually has been something down that hallway this oh, yeah. entire show. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's no doubt about that. We always, we, we, we always know that. I'm going to have yeah. to get – you know what, Vanessa? You know, I, I, I know that uh, it, it's it's two and a half hours north, but you should come up. You should come up after the, the Mineral Springs and, and, uh, and, and take a peek. I can't do it then, but I will try to make it up that way once I get back from Ireland. Sure. Yeah. Sure. I can't do it then just because it's such a quick trip for me. Yeah. I have to come right back and go to work. Yeah. Oh, that work thing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That, one that thing that I do. Yeah. That thing that you do. Yeah. With the teeth. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. So one more here. And this is from uh, a while ago. Uh, this is from Leslie Fear. You guys really think the Illuminati still exists today? Sure. It was started back in the late 1700s, early 1800s. But still, I'm just not convinced. Um, well, you know, I, I, I it's another loaded that, question. Uh, yes, uh, it, it is a very loaded question. And I answer this in the American dream around the dinner table, religion of politics, the butt hurts saga <laughs> part two. Uh, you know, I, it, there, there is a Luciferian agenda. Uh, you know, you, you, you look at CERN, you look at, uh, you, you look at the plutocracy, the plutocrats, our, our, our world is ran by and for the rich folks. And you know what? I, I, I will not make any reparation no remand no whatsoever and i will say that uh i've had a lot of friends in high places that uh, that, that have stated that uh 
you know, the, the, the aristocrats. There, there is an aristocratic group. Is it the Illuminati? I cannot say that for sure. And, and also understand that if the Illuminati is on Facebook and they say, hey, will you be my friend and join the Illuminati? They are full of shit. Right. <laughs> I've had that before. But, um, oh, yeah. I mean, from my own studies, my, my own perspective, and um, Jim Mars does a, he has a great book, and he's, he's since passed away. He's the guy that did all the, like, research for the movie JFK and all that and wrote that book, but he has a, he has a book on the Illuminati, and he goes into, you know, all those details about the history of it and everything, and from that and from other things that, that I've uh, researched, it seems like that, you know, the actual organization that was back there, back then, the Bavarian Illuminati itself, does not currently exist, but a lot of those philosophies and teachings and what have you have been worked into other organizations that are around today. So, mm -hmm. yeah, so to a, to a degree, yeah. Um, all right, uh, I think that's gonna wrap it up. Let's go ahead and get to our uh, shout outs and super chat superstars and all that great stuff.